After you hear certain words and messages, you start again. The wheels start turning, and eventually, I don't know. I want to say in a way, it's like I felt like if the Holy Spirit came in and I felt something inside. I was like, okay, something just conviction. Yeah, something just feels different. Like I know where my trains of thought are, but I feel that this is right. Like I feel that there is a God. I feel that you know this is the correct path. Like there is a God. I I I. My train of thought that I had before as an atheist is incorrect. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of the Back View Podcast. My name is Nick, one of the co-hosts here at the Back View, along with Justin and Caesar. And today's episode is all about how we got here. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. All right, so welcome. We're glad you're, you're here to join us on oh, this our first podcast. Yes, this is our first episode. We're going to be doing a podcast. Let's see uh, different topics. Basically, we're going to have fun with it. Of course, uh, talk about religion. Yeah, and uh, you know whatever Some comes other up. things. Another so thing. Here's, here's what I religion think we another. Start with is how did we? Well, how did well? You're obviously probably the newest of the group. He's probably the oldest of the group. And for those who are just listening for the first just time, as as faith as far as faith goes yeah i think he's just talking about how old i am in the church no i'm not talking about your age i'm just (laughs) (laughs) i'm just talking about uh, as far as when you when you did uh come into the church um you've been there your whole life right yeah that's right yeah i grew up in the church what kind of church? Uh, so uh, we Mennonite brethren. So I grew up in a Mennonite brethren church. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, have you ever heard of that? The what is it called? Again? The Mennonite brethren. No, yeah. I will be lying if I said yes. No, <laughs> Mennonite brethren. Men Mennonite Mennonite. It's kind of a tongue. Yeah, Men- tongue twister. Men- yeah, Mennonite Mennonite. Yeah. So what? Anyways. What are they? Uh, Protestant. I don't know Orthodoxy, how to. Yeah, I don't. I, what, real, I really don't know you, how to describe so then, it. Let me ask you a question. How, really did, how, did that, that. how did you end up there as your first uh, encounter just, of religion? Uh, just kind of got born into it, right? So my my when my parents moved into this area, they uh, met some people before I was born. Uh, well, well, probably during the process, I guess, because they they said that they met them at the at the hospital, and um, ended up at the neighborhood church. Is what it what it was. It was over on uh, what is that, Mooney and oh, over by Mooney. Okay, the exactly acres, acre, well, acres. Yeah, it is on acres now. It's on acres now. It, yeah, it, so it was there. before that. It was a giant like, little. That's like a huge thing. operation over there. My by the way, my friends used to live over there and. It was like, oh yeah, it used to be a Mennonite church. I'm like, really? Yeah, it, it was kind of like want to be Andy Stanley Church or yeah, something. Yeah, they kind of they kind of went away from all that. So yeah, it all it yeah. all it was uh, basically everybody sung only hymns, kind of like we do here. Uh, and then they did start doing like um, an organ. They had an organ for a while, and then a pianist, uh, and then started getting guitars involved, and then things like that. It just kind of started evolving. Um, but there was a lot of good a lot of good uh, family members that went there. Really enjoyed it. Uh, it was a good, good place to grow up. I was quite—I don't know—made a lot of good friends there. They're still friends to this day that 
that I know that are uh, still believers and it's a good, it was a good church. I'm not saying it's, it's not a good, not church, a good now. church now. <laughs> I just, we just stopped Awful going. Church. Well, we just kind of stopped going there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Any particular reason why? Yeah. I mean, they started doing things uh, with the pastoral staff that uh, my parents didn't think was right or according mm-hmm. to God's word. Um, so they made their peace. They told them what they thought needed to be changed and why it needed to be changed. And then the, the, um, elders and the pastor didn't agree with that. So just parted ways. Part so uh, the, do they have the same beliefs as Christianity? They, um, what do you mean? Like, so like what makes them so different from sure. where we are? Um, like not much. our church. Yeah. Not so much. we still have the same beliefs, right? Yeah. yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ, you're, not, you're not, you're not, you're not believing okay. uh, something weird. Like I have to pray it's to the church of Christ with the different. No, I, kinda, I guess I was kind of asking like, you know, the Catholics in the Catholic church have the Virgin Mary and right. they, they have no, all these different beliefs. Kind none of, of that. Not, none of that. Okay. No. That's, that's where I was getting. It's, at. it's just a, a, another, uh, soup can. So I, I consider a lot of these different, um, groups kind of like a soup can where you know when you say church of christ you know what you're going to get as far as theology goes mm, yep right and so when you say mennonite brethren that also is a can of soup that kind of tells you what you're going to get right you're you're most likely you're supposed to not you're supposed to be similar to church of christ where they don't do like music uh where there's a band um, most the most, M- night Mennonite group, yeah. Mennonite. And then, Mennonite. right, when you get into the really deep in the Mennonite stuff, they're more like the Amish, where they'll make their own clothes. Okay, and they, see, you know, so now we're see some different things. There. Right, okay. but okay. whenever you get into, uh, like, where I was born in it, it wasn't doing any of that stuff. It was more of a, um, more closer to, like, this type of a church that we're going to currently. Okay. And how old were you when you stopped going to that, uh, that kind of church? That's a good question. <laughs> Um, I'd have to say in my twenties. In your twenties, yeah, okay. we stopped when I was when wow. I was in my twenties because it could basically grew up in that church. Your whole childhood was in that church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a lot of different programs that we did. I mean, there was different, you know, team building events like called like Father Son Team Day, where you go do stuff with your dad. And well, that's pretty. Yeah, nice. it was really cool. You'd yeah. like try to memorize verses and play games with each other. It was really fun. Yeah, really I'm sure that those are good memories that you have still. Oh yeah. You know, fun fact, and I, yeah. I bet you probably knew this, but they. The Mennonites trace their history back to the Swift Brethren, Swift Swiss Brethren, and the Anabaptists. Yeah, okay, you know who those are? Yeah, yeah, an anti-Baptist. Well, look, it's anti-Baptist, anti-Baptist, anti-Baptist. Yeah, okay. No, I don't know. No, I, I don't mean, think that's, that's how it is. They're very English. They push like, baptism, but not like I mean, uh, yeah, and like they're, here. They're more of a uh, um, like a early foundation of a Protestant church. Yeah, so a separation from. Catholicism, orthodoxy, that kind of thing. Um, but definitely interesting. Yeah, I mean, it they, sounds, don't, they I mean, don't really push uh, baptism as as a main portion. Mennonites don't? Not like, not like a so what do they Christ. What do they say about baptism? Well, a baptism is definitely something to be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a symbol of your, your faith. Mm-hmm. Um, but not necessarily something that's required in order to be a believer right right mm-hmm. and and which is something that i still kind of hold on to right as yeah. you'll, you'll get into some of that well, stuff can, later on yeah, that's, sure. a whole, that's a whole other topic we could spend another episode <laughs> yeah for another episode right? yeah <laughs> well that's um so you stopped when, about what well he asked you about what age you yeah so going. it was in my uh mid 20s so about 22 23 we were, okay. were you there. married already uh yeah i believe so we okay. started going. We started going to the Church of Christ over across the uh, track. 
Oh, yeah. oh, I think I so after, yeah. in the twenties when you left, that that's where you started going. The yeah. Church of Christ. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Cause my, my wife, uh, her grandma and grandpa were going to the church of Christ and she mm. really likes going there with their grandparents and she wanted to spend time with them cause they're getting older. Right. So mm. that's where we spent uh, all of our Sundays is over there. For how long did you go to that place then? Um, well, when did they recombine? That's a good question. So there were two separate emerged. churches. Yeah, there here? was. Yeah, they, they divided churches. a long time ago right. and then they yeah. came back together. Mm -hmm. so I this one. Yeah, okay. now it's one now. Oh, it was one. really good. I enjoyed it over there. It was a good, uh, good time. It was nice that they recombined. I think there was a fire here that caused the, the, the two groups to reconcile their differences and come back together again yeah. as one. Yeah. Uh, which is, which is good. Yeah. Um, and There's yeah. too many divisions in the world. That's, you know, oh, I don't like what you do over there. So yeah. I'm going to go start my own. I mean, that's, you know, yeah. you just got to, I mean, it, you got to find a way to get along, cooperate. We, exactly. You know, right. have the same humility, we have the same you know? goal. We all have the same goal at the end of the day. So I mean, you got to have some humility, right? Yeah. And and admit that the fact that you may not be right about everything. And I think that's part of the 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 root of the problem mm -hmm. with American churches is the pride issue. You know, it's like, I'm right, you're wrong. Mm -hmm. That's a mentality of even, even in politics, which I think probably you could say stems back to churches and it's the, I'm right, you're wrong mentality traces back to that. I mean, I, I have no idea, but that would be my guess. Right. 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 We're not going to spend time in politics, but yeah, I mean, I mean well, it <laughs> I mean, kind of seemed like that, that was the case. Like somebody, a couple of people didn't like what somebody else was kind yeah. of preaching or something like that. And so they just kind of split, Right. Uh, but I'm not too sure. I wasn't there. I don't know. Uh, so I can't really speak to it too much, but I do know that we're here now. Right. Right. Um, can't say it's without any bumps or bruises along the way, I'm sure for oh, myself. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, I think, I think a couple of years back, I just really decided similar, like what, uh, we had talked about it at one point, uh, is, is that, you know, it's something that when you spend a lot of time at the church, you just start trusting the people that you're with. Right. Mm. And so you start just listening to what they have to say instead of doing the research yourself and seeing where, where they're taking you. Mm -hmm. And I think it takes a while for a person, at least for myself, to get to that point where you're like, you know what, I'm going to check it out myself and see what's going on here. What, why are you teaching me this? What, why, why is it different? Why are you saying that? Um, and I think, I think that went back to, I, I spent a, a Sunday over at my sister's church, not trying to pick on her church any, but it's, it's one of the larger churches over in the San Francisco area. And you start listening to what they have to say and they're very, they pick a verse and then they just kind of go off on, on that one topic or that one area. Huh. And then they kind of twist it around to whatever it is that they think. And then you just kind of go, you know what, maybe, maybe that's not right. Cause I don't think that's right. You yeah. know, I've heard plenty of sermons at this point. I don't think that's right. right. And you're like, well, wait a minute. Am I just being lied to? Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. So you told me at one point, I remember we were talking, having a conversation and you said, uh, you used to mow the lawn for the yeah for the, neighborhood church, for yes. the neighborhood church. Okay. Right. And then you stopped doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And well, then, I was doing a lot more than that. We were, whenever they built the new church facility, we did, we made the church had made a, uh, a deal with the, the city for doing the COASO, mm -hmm. the soccer. Yeah. And so uh, we spent a lot of time maintaining the grounds so that people don't break their legs when they're on the grounds, right? Yeah, so that's a good filling thing. Up yeah. gopher, <laughs> blowing up gophers, you know, yeah. taking care of the lawn, doing things like that. It's, right. it's, it's quite the task. And then, so how, I mean, how frequently were you, were you participating in Sunday services and 
Yeah, so for Sunday services, I would actually I played drums for a little while there. Oh, okay. uh, in both the the high school group when they had and they had that going, and then also during the main services, I would do that as well. Huh. And then I also uh, took care of the grounds and things like that with yeah. a couple other people. I did uh, not know parents, you were a drummer. And then my parents also did. Uh, my parents also did you know, food and stuff like that. So whenever we had events, they'd always do like the cooking and things like that. Yeah. I mean, we used to do a lot of ministry stuff, like go down to Mexico. Huh. Um, I've, I don't know how many times went to Mexico to do ministry. It was like nine, 10 times. I'm sure of it. You yeah. know, all before I was 18, I'd been there at least 10 times. Yeah, you should listen to John Chris bit on, uh, on uh, American mission trips, uh-huh. and uh, no, I, I mean it's I interesting. It. It's it's yeah. kind of it's kind of funny. I mean, I mean there's I quite mean, a it's few really times. funny. I yeah. mean, he's a comedian, so he makes fun of like, oh, we're gonna go down there and do ministry, and you build the you know ten dollar house, and sure, sure. <laughs> you know I mean, most of the stuff that we did was we would actually uh, pick a church and help you know, expand that church. Yeah. Uh, so we'd have a women's ministry, a men's ministry, and then a children's ministry that we go do over there, yeah. uh, all based upon one church. Um, and so we would, sometimes we'd help build part of the church. Yeah. So if there was a section that needed to be rebuilt or we'd bring the materials down and we'd do the work. Um, and there was been, there was, I remember one time where we were working on a facility there and the first we always did a, like a party at the end, right? To all the kids, and they would say thank you. We would we would bring them food and whatever. We have a pretty big feast. Uh, and one year, what had happened was is that we don't really tell everybody that's what we're doing. We wait till the end, and then whoever's there, you know, we have a little party for them. But it got out, and so all these people started showing up, and it was just too much, right? Right. And so we actually had to like you know, turn people away. And then some of the kids started getting pretty violent. Wow. Right. Where they were starting to throw rocks at everybody. No. And so the women, we got the women out. Yeah. Right. And so it was just the, the men, right. So the men who were doing like the work and I remember they're just pelting rocks and kids running up on, on on the roof and stuff. And one of the, when I remember he says, uh, we were praying and we pray, you know, you know, God, that, that you would, uh, give us, protection and and pray that you'd stop you know whatever is going on here so we can leave safely and just right then just like that everything stopped and there was no more kids outside it was crazy things yeah, like man. that happened so wow that's kind of neat wow yeah yeah well neat stuff yeah thanks for sharing wow that that's, was great that's yeah, definitely you know the different perspectives of one of the i mean and one of the cool things about you know uh, being a full-time minister is that you get to hear a lot of people's stories and you get to be a part of a lot of people, sure. not a part of a lot of mm-hmm. people's stories, but you get to be a part of, and you get to hear and you get to uh, see what, how people develop as, as Jesus followers and disciples of Christ. And so I think that's, that's really a cool part of, of ministry. Um, and I know Caesar, you have some background in Christianity um, prior to your Reemergence of yeah, Christianity, yeah, of Christianity, right. right? And you and you kind of have one of the, you know, you kind of have one of those hurdle stories. And I don't, I didn't ask Justin about his hurdles in the faith, but I know, um, I know that uh, when you come, when you have difficulties like that, you um, you have hurdles to to jump in yeah, faith. You know, everybody goes through it, yeah. You know, sometimes you, I guess, question it, but um, you know. Going back to mine, I kind of started back when I was, you know, about, I want to say around 10, maybe 13 years old around that time. 13, I will say. We I went to a Hispanic church, you know, so it was very different. Um, when you walk in, there's very loud music. You know, the atmosphere is very um, 
hype, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, right. It's right. always right. exciting. For lack of better words, very exciting, high energy, very yeah. high energy. So we have uh, a group of singers. We have the lead guy singing. We have the drummers, the guitar, the bass. We have like, you know, women dancing and well, like, you know, not like that, but you know, right. everybody. Right. Praising, They're excited. Yeah. They're praising God. Yeah. Praising God. Yes. Yeah. So we used to be real hype, but then also at the same time, the church used to, after a certain moment, used to tone it down and right. got you more into a worship, slower tempo. Sure. So they used to hype it and then slower tempo, and then they just finished it off. And then the, as everybody's already, okay, we're- Draw the emotions Draw out. the emotions yeah. out. You know, it was kind of like sometimes where you see like in the in the movies or on a television show where the hands are up and praising the Lord. And right. you know, it was very like that, but it got like that when they started to mellow, you know, the, the, the emotions down. So the pastor used to go up. Then after that, we also used to get dismissed and go to our, you know, our, our classes as, as, as uh, children, as kids. And we, we did our regular stuff, you know, uh, we learned about tithing, we learned some verses, we learned, you know, we started learning about God kind of like in a simpler way, I guess, you know, how, you know, when you're a kid, they kind of give you certain material that is not as intense as when you're an adult inside the, yeah, the, yeah. the, the, oh, the, the ministry, right? So um, I got to the point where I started going into the ministry. I stopped going to the classes because I found it more interesting what the pastor had to say than what my teacher was saying. Sure. So I was like, oh, I'm actually more interested here. I'm not going over there anymore. Forget that. So, um, you know, we went there for a while and I, I mostly went because my, my mom took us there and then her brother, her older brother, my uncle, was the one who got us into church and we started going there and that's how we, we kind of got into the church. Um, but when I first went there, I, I didn't know God. I didn't know about church. And then right. they just told me, oh, God is an almighty, powerful being that created us. And I kind of just went along with it. Like, oh, okay, then praise God, you know? Yeah. Isn't it sure. like crazy that some people can grow up in church and never know God? Yeah. I mean, that's just, that just blows my mind sometimes. That you can grow up in church, be right in front of it, be, you know, have complete access to it. And, you know, you talk to somebody and they don't know God. Like, right. Wow, I just yeah. Well, so away. I try. Or to, at least they think they do. You well, know I mean, mean, you could even you can even say that about. Uh, well, I don't want to I don't want to pick on people, but I mean, like even the even Jewish people are so close. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And your heart just goes out. You're like, oh man. Let's turn that off. Mario's texting you. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's just kind of my thought. I've always started thought about that. And you're like, oh man, it's yeah. just so you're so close. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy to me. So this seems like the perfect, perfect place to ask you what, what caused you to walk away? So what happened eventually is, um, I guess people church hop. Uh, my uncle left <laughs> yeah, right, the ministry yeah. and then my mom, like I said, she was the reason that she went, started getting involved. She kind of, you know, drove away as well. But my uncle went into a ministry that was uh, weird, mm. kind of in, in, a, in a way. You know, they, they had their beliefs. Um, they believed everything was evil in the world. So he, my uncle ended up taking away all of his children's toys, all of my, my mm. cousin. Wow. I had a boy and a girl, a cousin. Yeah. Uh, the girl was very restricted. She couldn't do this, do that. Uh, the toys are abomination and the, the devil's call. You can't oh, play wow. with toys. That's you difficult. can't watch this. The, you, so that's how they went. So my mom was like, okay, I'm not following you into that one. Yeah. And it was difficult for him and my cousins as well because uh, unfortunately their mother passed at a young age. I can I still remember that. Um, 
So they didn't have their mother. The father was kind of like my uncle was kind of like all over the place. And he went into that place. Um, I guess also he hopped. I, now that I think about it, he hopped because, uh, well, I won't say that anyways. It's funny. Say no, 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 it's not. So we, we went over there. Podcast, so, you know? so we didn't follow. So at that point, basically, we stopped going to church. I mm. stopped going to church for a while. Um, it wasn't until I got back into late high school that I kind of reemerged into the church scene yeah. just because I guess one of my uh, teachers was also a pastor, but he was, um, what's the, what's the right, uh, I can't remember the ministry. I know we have the, the Christianity, we have uh, baptism and we have uh, Christianity, Lutheran, Baptist. I think Lutheran. it's Lutheran. Lutheran. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, I think. yeah, 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 sure. Because you know, so, he was a brother. You have, you, have so. Lutheran, <laughs> you have Lutherans, Methodists. Yeah. Um, Baptists. You have Baptists. I'm pretty sure Baptist. Lutheran. Lutheran. Christers. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I reemerged there because he was a, a drama teacher. He was a pastor. He invited us over. And um, I think at the time also I had, a, I had a girlfriend. And then she started going into the church as well. Uh, she kind of accepted Jesus. And then I kind of like, okay, I'll, I'll, accept, I'll re-accept Jesus again. I started going to that church, Lutheran church for a while. Um, we kind of fell off because the church wasn't that big. It was maybe with us and maybe around, say, 10, 15 members. So mm. it wasn't that big. But after a while, we kind of fell off again. I just stopped going. And then there went uh, again back into the dark ages, I want to say. And then I, at that point, I kind of started questioning with everything like social media, that TV influences you about uh, do, why do you believe in God? If this, if the God is so good, then this this wouldn't be happening. Why does He allow kids to have cancer? Why does this allow? Why does it, so you start questioning certain things and they start thinking. Yeah, they started confusing. Yeah. And I, unfortunately, was very young. This is even sure. before I was twenty five. I was still very young. Yeah. So all of that, I was manipulated, and I fell into that agenda basically. And I for a while considered myself like an atheist just because I thought, you know, oh, I'm, I'm a good person. I don't know why, like, I have to go to church. I have to do all of these things and such a things of this nature. Right. You know, I don't, I, I don't, I would never, well, I would never kill just because of that. I don't steal. I don't murder. I don't, yeah. I don't, I have no interest in any of that. I'm a so, good person. I'm, I'm a good to person. Heaven. Right. I'm a good person. Right. I'll go to heaven. So I, you know, so I, I, for a while didn't want to believe in the whole Jesus and God and everything. You, well, I, I considered back then. I don't but, think, it, I don't think it's technically an atheist if you still kind of figured there was some sort of creator right yeah, well that's agnostic that would well be, that's why yeah. i was kind of contemplating back you're and back forth. and forth yes okay. yes yeah, that's why so i said kind of but kind not of, really right? but yeah. so you still believe that nothing created something at that point right at that point in your at life that did point, you believe kind of, that I, okay so my belief kind of felt i felt as in like we are here and we are our own creators and then after we die there's just and just blank emptiness and well that's an exciting life to live well i yeah. guess all right so that's where i was starting okay started again the wheel started turning sure. um again i was with my wife i i my wife back then girlfriend we started dating she started going to church and i'm like i'm not one of those that i'm gonna bash my belief also uh, the church left a bad taste in my mouth too because i guess at one point i went in there and then they were one of those that just bash into you you need to accept the lord accept the lord right now and then i just felt really attacked yeah and then kind of like i remember there was this event where we were hanging out and then all of a sudden next thing you know i, I just realized there's four guys in a circle I'm, I'm in the middle and there's four guys around me and then they're doing the whole hands on my shoulder and kind of like crying and like accept jesus accept them now and i'm like what is going on Why yeah. by these people these that's guys are crazy, crazy. Yeah, yeah that's, that's so, exciting those, those experiences kind of be like i'm not 
No, you guys are cuckoo. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, I mean, that's also part of, the, yeah. you know, not, not to pull away from it, but I mean, some of the stuff that you see even growing up at the church, when you go to like camps and things like that, some yeah. people just get, just go too far. A little it. too yeah. far. It and then like it you pushes a, people away. Yeah. yeah. It seems like you had a really like radical experience, but that, that's, that's you. And you'd be also be surprised at how many people I've met that that's their story. Like, I don't want to go to church because this or this or that and and the i mean ultimately it's an excuse but it is a legitimate problem that the church is known more for her hurt than she is for her help right like, i want to say that yeah i i kind of believe that just because of the experiences that i did have like i i kind of mentioned my very first church was okay but i don't know they were somewhat like that but it was this last one that really went too far that yeah, I just yeah. didn't want to deal with it anymore. But my wife was, again, she started coming to church. She's been co coming to this church like all her life, basically. And again, I'm not going to push my beliefs. So I came, I was like, okay, yeah, I'll be here. Nice to see yeah. you. Cool. You believe in Jesus. That's fine. And I kind of felt more accepted here because I wasn't being pushed on. Yeah, I wasn't being accepted. Yeah. But after you hear certain words and messages, you start again, the wheels start turning. And eventually, I don't know, I want to say in a way, it's like, I felt like if the Holy Spirit came in and I felt something inside, I was like, okay, something just conviction, yeah. something just feels different. Like I know where my trains of thought are, but I feel that this is right. Like I feel that there is a God. I feel that, you know, this is the correct path. Like there is mm -hmm. a God. I, 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 my train of thought that I had before as an atheist is incorrect and i feel that it's just I, I i feel like if it was the holy spirit just talking to me also i felt like there was a point where i kind of reached out here to nick because i felt like i was having some kind of health issue i felt like i was gonna die and then i felt like super depressed and i felt mm -hmm. like what is happening after death why well, i don't want right. to die and then I, I i just i felt like an emotional wreck mm -hmm. and then they always say give your life to jesus and you know try to see and then i'm like okay you know what i've been hearing these sermons it's really got me feeling a certain way i i i feel that you know i can literally say that i i feel that i believe in god mm. i feel i believe in jesus christ i i proclaim he's their lord and savior and almighty i i truly believe that like yeah. i really feel that i need to i feel like he helped me i really do feel that when i started believing more in faith and praying actually praying and really getting involved with this church yeah like hanging out with nick and meeting uh justin and and socializing with godly men right and who are strong in the faith and who are no know the word and when i hear you guys speak and then hearing sermons and then it just feels reassuring yeah and 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 i'm a bit lost for words but yeah i just feel in my heart that there there is G jesus christ is this is the way and right. i feel that yeah after yeah. i really have been accepting him and i really prayed and i've really i've literally started praying i've haven't prayed as much as i've done now i feel that there is a sense of calmness and peace in my life yeah, you right. should have that yeah. peace if you don't have that peace you know that's I, it's if, definitely part of I mean, it yeah and it i is. feel it i feel the peace like i don't feel all panic i don't feel worried about death right. anymore and you didn't have any word you didn't have any place to put it and that's that's the thing that people people mess up they're like, why pray why pray and and it's because you don't have a you don't have any any direction it's like when you get you know, my wife would say she'll, she gets overwhelmed with the kids, right? Mm -hmm. So what she means is that I just need somebody to listen 
to me while I vent, you know, or while I, while I talk, you know, and, and the idea behind that is then when she does that, she feels better, right? The, the same thing goes for God, although we know that God has the power to make things happen. He, mm-hmm. he has the power to make things move and petitioning that power makes a difference when we, you know, when we really think about it. Yeah. So I know that it's all my powerful. And then they always say like from what they're saying, it's just like put your, all your, give all your problems to the Lord yeah, and the yeah, Lord yeah, will yeah. take care of them and everything. Yeah. I think you put it perfectly though. It's, peace and comfort. I mean, yeah. That's, that's what I felt because it's, peace is definitely uh, one of the, one of the fruits that you'll have when you have that spirit. The yeah, Holy Spirit. Because I, peace. I, I literally said like, Lord, just take control of this wheel because I don't know what the, what yeah. I'm doing, yeah. I, I I feel depressed. I feel emotional, and I I just don't know what to do with myself. Like, please take the wheels, give me sign, control, do as do your will. Like, I I submit to you, and please just I I believe in in Jesus yeah. Christ as my Lord and Savior. And then, yeah. like I said, I repeat myself a bit, but I feel the peace. I feel yeah. the difference. And then just knowing that I feel this little by little, I have been cutting out the worldly things oh yeah you know and i i and i feel the difference and then it's just different i, I then then now i'm here this is basically summing it up yeah hey, you, so got, you got involved journey. really really quick i mean that, that was that was the good thing is like i didn't have to push you like hey caesar you should do this you're like oh can i do this and i'm like yeah you can I because mean. i wanted to get more involved with the church yeah. like i didn't want to oh, just be good. a stand a standby standard anymore i like they say sometimes you got to serve the church serve the lord how yeah. can i what can i do yeah. that's why i kind of jumped on with you nick oh, yeah. and be like okay. what can i do from the simplest tasks right so now i went from the simplest text to learning how to kind of do the stream on our youtube channel yeah. to larry church of christ follow us um yeah. <laughs> but, uh, larry church it's just to larry church oh. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. my apologies but uh yeah so uh i started trying to see how i can get involved so i went from doing that with you nick to now our lead pastor jerry uh giving me a small role where you can read uh reading the scripture now i recently did um opening i i opened for the church and yeah. did our opening announcement and an opening prayer which was you know um my again it comes to me being involved and wanting to be involved yeah and yeah. i am thankful for these opportunities to be involved and do things in the church yeah and and and, and do you you can remember that serving the church is not just serving the church from the pulpit you know or mm-hmm. serving the church from being in front of people serving the church is living a life like jesus lived right and doing your best and to the best of your ability you know of helping people in that you see in the world right mm-hmm. so Serving the church can look like, you know, you know, somebody needs gas and, and you have something, you know, yeah, it's like, hey, I have 10 bucks. I can put some gas right. in your car or, um, you know, that guy looks hungry. I'm going to go feed him or that guy looks, you know, and and don't, you know, push that aside either. Because a lot of times we, we place the idea that, you know, to serve is to serve in front of people. And it's not, that's not the only kind of service. Uh, right. That's the service we, we often look toward, but, for, but the service that I'm talking about is the individual, you know, serving of going, Oh, well, how can I help people in my everyday life? How can I help people in within the church? You know, and that's a big deal. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's cool. For Thanks for sharing that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's good. I think that inspire that'll inspire a lot of people too. You know, anybody who listens to this, we're gonna have an audience of one probably. I think Sam's the only one that said he was gonna listen to this. So. Well, that's fine. You could um, you should split it up into can, thirds. We could because we all talk. Yeah. 
Yeah, the you. timer over there will tell you how long we've gone. Oh, I don't have no idea. Yeah. I'm not about to look. So I, I didn't grow up in a church at all. Um, unlike you guys, you grew up in some type of church setting. You saw it from firsthand. You know, you had, you left or had bad experiences. I didn't have any of that. Uh, all, all I had were, were stories from um, my parents on both sides about uh, what the church looked like and the church was hypocritical and you know, I always thought religious people were kind of weird, right? Like well, you know, the, dirty. the church is full of hypocrites. You can always just join. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, I did. I mean, yeah. I'm just kidding. That's perfect. <laughs> we and, can always, uh, there's always room for one more. We're always room for one more. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and so I always thought church people were really like quirky and weird. And I remember um, I was like 13 or 14. I had a neighbor friend and his parents went to a life church that was down the street from where we lived in Woodland. And he's like, hey, you should stay the night and then we'll go to church in the morning. I'm like, church? Oh, okay, whatever. We went there and it was kind of weird at first. Um, and then they sent us to like a children's church or a kid's, you know, like class. type of deal. Yeah, and there was like, I don't know, there's like five or 10 kids in there and they were trying to teach us about Noah's Ark. And I mm-hmm. said, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. And I ended up like walking to the bathroom and I was like, hey, dude, there's a playground on the other side of this of this building right here. It's like, I'm going to say I have to go to the bathroom again. And then you say you have to go to the bathroom. We're going to go over there and get on the swings. So that's what we did. So my first time at church ever was we ditched class. Um, <laughs> I wanted nothing to do <laughs> with the it. best story of Noah's Ark, you left. Yeah. Um, I didn't want anything to do with that, man. That's an awesome church story. Weird, dude. Uh, and then, um, you know, when I started liking girls, that kind of changed everything. Well, yeah. Uh, then you really want to go to church. Right? Oh, yeah. 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 It's, especially when, um, you know. And that's really probably the whole part of the story is when I started, I mean, nothing to do with Christianity until I was 17 years old. And she asked me to go to a gospel meeting at this little tiny, like, of course, like a modular home. That's what it looked like. The church yeah, building literally looked hey, like a modular she's home. she's cute. Let's go. Yeah, that, that was it. Amen. And I was like, ah, okay. Because um, I didn't go to church before that at all. Nowhere. Didn't want anything to do with it. And uh, so she... Um, so when she got me to go, it was like the first time I went in there, the guy was kind of cool. Um, again, a little wacky looking guy dressed in a suit and tie, you know, not again, didn't own a suit and tie. never seen my dad dress in a suit and tie. I never seen the only type of people I'd ever seen dressed in a suit and tie were people out of business, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's what I thought suit and ties were for. And this guy gets up there. And so then the next the, that Sunday she goes, Hey, why don't you come back? We can hang out and then maybe go get some lunch. I was Okay. I just started doing this kind of repeatedly um, and, and uh, over, over a period of time, you know, I would start having questions just like, well, why is this guy making this statement about this scripture? You know, that doesn't make any sense. Um, and so I'd go ask questions and it was curiosity that, that really uh, curiosity that killed the cat. Um, but um, that kind of got me thinking about a lot of the, the God stuff. What made, made you try. start yeah. thinking about it? That made me start thinking about God. Yeah. Um, what was it that he did? What was it that he did exactly that you're like, I have to think about that. You know, I'm not, I don't know that I could put a, really put a finger on it. Interesting. It was just, he would make a statement. Like I remember one, one that made me really mad. Cause I, again, I grew up in a household where, you know, alcohol was not an issue for anybody. Um, you know, and I didn't have any alcoholics in my family. So when we got a family get togethers, it was like, you know, two beers were good, you know, Everybody has a good time. The teenagers steal them out of the cooler when parents aren't looking, that kind of thing. And uh, he, he, this is the one that I just, you know, is like flashing red in the, in, in my mind, right, right. in my eyes. 
was he got up there and he preached a sermon on drunkenness. And his point was, um, you take a sip of alcohol, you're going to go to hell. Well, that's an interesting point. <laughs> and that made me, that, I was just like, why am I even coming here? I turned to Shannon. I was like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to stop. I'm, I'm done here. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm good. Like, Oh man, that's a, that's a know? very interesting. I've never heard that. Well, I think I have, but interesting. But uh, surprisingly, I, you know, I knew that she, I knew that she took notes. And so I asked her, I said, would you sit, would you, um, would you give me the, like, take some pictures of the notes you took on that sermon? So she did. And so I looked at, I was looking at all the passages where, you know, he referenced drunken or drinking, sure. you know, drinking, drinking right. party. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, and, and I had a preacher friend that was down. Did you tell him? so I texted him. I said, Hey, this guy is referencing all these passages about drinking and saying that, you know, you're, if you take a sip of alcohol, you're going to go to hell. And everybody who takes, you know, basically was like, you sin, you're in, you're oh, okay. out, you know, okay. you, you, sure. you repent, you're in, you know, kind of thing. Right. But I mean, uh, if, if, if he's taking that stance on that one sin, then does he take that stance on all sins? No, I mean a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. So there's I mean, there's only a handful that he thinks that's that's. The, I mean, yeah. There's there's a lot of things like smoking was a yeah. Here, yeah. yeah. You draw a line on smoking. <laughs> yeah, I know. Has this the poster children for sin, right? Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Those, those are the the ones that made me mad. So, anyways, I I got the context from him. You know, it's like he's sure. like, oh, read before and after, and try to figure out, you know. Um, what they're saying. He didn't give me any answers. So he didn't tell me like, Oh, you know, it's not, or it is, you know, no, it's and important to look at. That was the one that made me mad. That's made me really start thinking about, okay, well, if, you know, if God, I mean, again, I, I blare my, my journey to God in hurdles, right? So sure. I had the, the hurdle of, you know, is there a God, right? Which was for me, it was like, okay, there has to be a God, but if God, what God, right? And that okay. was the second hurdle was if God, what God, and then the third hurdle was, um, what what do I need to do to be in a right relationship with this God? Right? What do I need to do to to be okay with this God? Right? And and so it was it wasn't a matter of I didn't believe. Once I got over the hurdle of if God, what God? Um, it was okay. I believe. I'm all in. And now it's a journey of how do I how do I do what He tells me to do? Right? Okay. And it was easy from there because you know it was like I knew all the passages of Scripture and. Um, you know, I knew I, I, I believe, you know, I needed to be baptized, not, I mean, out, completely out of faith. Um, you know, I knew that I needed to uh, be attending church regularly. I knew that I needed to be, I knew I needed to be serving in some capacity. I just didn't know what any of those things were. And every time I asked somebody, they didn't have an answer. You know, it's like, oh, well, you could, you know, you could lead prayer, or lead singing. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do that. That's embarrassing. I didn't like standing. I didn't like speak. I don't like talking in front of people. You're not the only one. <laughs> right. Oh, you I, think could that's a, I think that's a, a universal kind of thing. Yeah. You, got to work you got to work your way up to that kind of thing you know um you just jump off the diving board you know you hope you sometimes swim sometimes that's what it is right and then after that you're like oh you know what and I, it's not that bad <laughs> i know you wouldn't believe it but i had a deathly fear of speaking in front of people um that came from uh i did a speech in spanish class one time and i got oh. made fun of and so i was like i'm not i'm not talking to oh, anybody wow. yeah no you know as much as i've gotten on the stage before I, it's something that sometimes you still get nerves about because um I've done a couple, I did drama growing mm -hmm. up as well. So I've done like multiple plays on stage. I did it in front of school. Yeah. I've done it in actually in a college with UCLA students and everything like that. I had like a little monologue kind of thing. So I've been on stage before. It always still gets, I always still get the nerves. <laughs> Even yeah. here when I do the prayer, I still get nervous. And yeah. I'm like, oh man, I hope I don't sound ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, sometimes it's just 
you always get it's always there the yeah. nervousness you know yeah I w- that was that was the one thing that was impressive about you is you just jumped i mean right up there i mean i it took me a long time to be, even be able to say a prayer for right. people you know um just because it was like I, i'm afraid what people are gonna yeah. what people are gonna say whether right. what are they gonna say if when i what if i say something wrong what are they gonna do and i i'd seen the repeated history of kind of that that church was oh they said something wrong and then they got rebuked and i was like i don't want to be that guy Right. I don't want to be somebody to come up. Yeah. To Brother, um, you, you, that was a good prayer, but yeah. you know, it was like yeah, a backhanded you just, yeah, that was right? wrong. What yeah, you said there. that was wrong. Yeah. That was unbiblical. Maybe, maybe you should have just kind of thought about that a little more before yeah. you said it. Right. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm sorry. Well, I'm not as experienced as you. You had anybody do that to you and you said a prayer in front of you. Anybody say anything to you? So far, so good. So far, so good. Uh, so, next, so next Sunday, I'm going to have to come up and say something. Is that what's going on? We like find something to point out, but you just make him nervous and just right. come up with something. That just get that song staring song eye. Like, thing. that was a what are you great, saying? That was a great. Just see, sit there with your arms crossed when he's. See, now, now, now I got, now you guys are going to be watching me even closer. Like, what yeah, is he right. saying? Like, pray, really, say? yeah. really pay attention to what I'm saying. No, that's not right. Oh, uh, yeah. It took me a long, it took me a long time to, took me a long time to, me about two and a half years before I before I really committed my life to Jesus. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then and then I went went all in, went went to preaching school. I spent two years in Denver learning learning the Bible and learning how to how to you know take something complex and communicate because that was that was the other real issue for me was how do I communicate what God is saying. Yeah. So right. basically you need to take it and then put it in a kindergarten level so that we can understand. Yeah. It. Like, you know, put it in a grinder, you right. know, meat grinder right. and just, and just spoon feed it. And that's, right. that's really, I mean, when our side of day, that's kind of where you're at anyway. Yeah. So Which is unfortunate. I mean, if you look at some of the things that Apostle Paul said, it's like, hey, you know, we should be, you guys are drinking milk. You should be eating solid food, yeah. which is something, I mean, you know, when we get into like the smaller groups, like the ones on Tuesday and yeah. things like that, that really help where you can actually have, have those conversations yeah. with people and try and encourage them to get to the point where you can have, you know, actual meat and potatoes kind of discussions instead right. of, you know, the basics of, okay, here's salvation. Here's God. You know? Yeah. I mean, you gotta, you just, you gotta, like you said, you gotta, Hey, you just gotta read your Bible. Yeah. You know, just gotta just, read that's it. it. Right. Yeah. It's super simple, right? Super simple. Super simple. Super simple. If you want to follow Jesus text, follow Jesus too. Follow Jesus. I don't that is a real number, by the way. Yeah. yeah do you get you a five dollar off text coupon? That. I don't know what we don't. I think you should anything. like a fifty percent off coupon for your first, <laughs> for first baptism. <laughs> for your <Right>? first baptism. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, ridiculous. Hey, if you want to follow Jesus, I got a really simple solution for you. Just follow Jesus. Mm. Not that hard, you know. He leaves his footsteps all over the place. You can just look for him and find. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah. Well. Well, Caesar looks that. tired. <laughs> I, I don't agree that he leaves footsteps. Yeah. He definitely leaves footsteps. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Fingerprints. Fingerprints? Yeah. And we are the hands and feet of Jesus, you know? Right. So, here to do his work as much as we can. What is it? Uh, do good works, which uh, God has prepared in advance for us to do, right? Yeah, it's Ephesians 2, 8 through 10, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. See? You remember? Did you remember where it was? No, I'm oh. horrible at remembering where it is. I just know the verses. Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling that's going to happen with me. Yeah, you're going to know the verse, but you're not going to know the next. See, like I remember, yeah. I mean, I've been doing it so long and just kind of in there. Yeah. You, know? you hear the same repeated passages over and over and over again. And then you just. You memorize exactly yeah. where they're at. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. impressive. 
Yeah, I can't. I like remembering where things are at. That's that's one of the harder things for me to do. Yeah, you just you probably on your phone. You read it on your phone a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just start picking up a paper Bible whenever you can, and you'd be able. You know where it's at. Yeah, Yeah. you'd be able to see it. Yeah, I've got it on my phone, and I've got a little tablet that I use and listen to it a lot. That's good. Very good. Well, that was interesting, guys. Yeah, and a lot of fun. I hope. uh, I hope at least one person listens to it. Joining us here yeah. today, listening in, uh-huh. and uh, we hope you got something good out of it and come back and, you know, hang out with Maybe us. Maybe we'll have something yeah. a little more. Well, we got a couple episodes planned out here. So yeah. So we'll. This is just our introduction. Have so it out there. You know, throw out how, introducing ourselves basically and just stating how we got here. You know? All right. There you go. There you have it. We had a good time. Yes, we did. It was, it was successful. All right. And, but we're going to sign off. Adios. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Backview Podcast. If you like what we did here today, go ahead and hit that plus button and give us a review. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Just a quick reminder, if you did not know, we didn't just drop one episode today. We dropped two. And the next one's up right after this.